everybody. This is Ellie Delaney with you, welcoming you to First and Honest Financial Health, episode 10 already. Uh, we're here to share our passion and our knowledge with you to enhance your financial health. I want to welcome Ryan First and again. He's the founder of First and Financial. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Ellie. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Um, I hope I have an interesting topic for you to talk about today and to talk to our listeners about um, regarding the election coming up. I'm sure there's tons of questions people have, so I hope that um, you can answer some and um, discuss some interesting things with us. Yeah, so uh, obviously the election is uh, going to be inter- going to be interesting, right? Yeah. You know, it already has uh, had some interesting things happening. So yeah, uh, but you know, we and we we don't want to focus on you know, you know, which is the right candidate or what their policy views are, but really what. And we're kind of wanting, wanting to talk about uh, how does it affect our investment outlook, right? Right. Yeah. So I guess first, um, first question I have for you written down here is how do the elections typically affect the stock market? Yeah, so that's what we're getting a lot of right now is, is people are coming in to, for their reviews or they're coming in to, to start investments or whatever. And they're saying, hey, well, Ryan, well, what about the election coming up? Should we be doing something differently because of the election? Yeah. Uh, it's already if, been a tough year, right? Right. We already so, had the, you know, we, we, that's just it. We've had a chaotic year with COVID-19. Uh, we've had, you know, things that have never happened before. And, and now, now this. And now, <laughs> and now more uncertainty, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, how do election years affect stock markets? So it's interesting in the research that I did is uh, I would read an article that would indicate one thing, and then I'd read an article that would indicate something a little bit differently. Uh, and so I think it, it really has to do kind of with some of the data that you're using. So if we look back through history, do we, do we look back over the last 100 years? Do we look back over the last 50 years? Do we look over the last 20 years? So you can get, you know, it's just like with any analytics, you can get some different results from, from different things. Right. And uh, so, so that's kind of the challenge. And, uh, you know, how do they affect stock markets? Well, uh, if we look at a couple things, uh, the cycles, the presidential election cycles, you know, they do correlate with some stock market returns, but it's just not clockwork, right? Mm-hmm. It's not always the same. There might be some smaller trends there. Uh, but it's not like, hey, the, the sun comes up and goes down every day. It's not like you can just predict them based mm-hmm. off of that. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in fact, uh, you know, kind of what usually happens uh, maybe leading up to a, to a presidential election, uh, usually in the first, uh, you know, couple, couple of years of a president's term, you're getting kind of the wars or the bear markets and the recession. And then you kind of get the good t- times kind of at the end of, of their cycle. Right, but we're kind of midterm. We're you know we're in the you know re-election cycle right now, mm-hmm. uh, is where we are. So a little bit different. Uh, when we look at uh, usually year three, you know, it's, it's, the trend has been that year three of the president's term has been the best election year, uh, followed by year four, and then year the year one and two usually aren't as good. Okay. Year three, huh? Well, that's what it. That's that's kind of the trend, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I was, you know, I was looking at all the different data. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we look back to uh, presidencies of Obama and Trump so far, we actually see that that didn't hold up. Actually, Obama's first two years were the best. Then his third, 
Trump's first year was actually more profitable even than his uh, his third year, which was which was really good. So so they don't hold up, right? So the leading up to it, it's like okay, um, you know where you know where where are we with with President Trump now? You know th- there isn't a good trend on you know what what it might look like afterwards either. So, so we kind of have that going on. Uh, how do elections affect stocks? And so, so there's. I know you have a few more questions, but there's. I'm kind of jumping around here. What else? Maybe yeah. narrow me in a little bit. Well, let's let's interesting question. You know, I have for you is say the same president returns, Trump comes back. What do you typically see versus the opposite if if there's a new president coming into office? Yeah. So actually, so if, does that matter? Yeah, the, the data that I was looking at uh, going back on the S&P 500 back through the 30s really kind of shows when a new party comes into tech power, you're getting about a 5% average gain. And when the same president's reelected, you're getting like a 6.5% average gain. So it's a little bit better, but it isn't like if the challenger comes in and wins, the sky is falling. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, you know, that hasn't, it doesn't seem to make too much of a difference in either way. It, it really isn't, you know, um, the other thing, maybe going back to your, your, your first one, how does the, you know, the election year affect stocks, you know, so leading into that, you know, generally there's been a little bit lower return in the year leading up to the election. Uh, versus the versus an average year, um, not always the case. Uh, I mean, it, it's such a wide wide range. Just like in any given year, if you looked at the markets and tried to say, "Hey, what's the return going to be this year?" Well, you might have a twenty five percent return, or you might have a negative twenty percent return. You get a huge range in any twelve months, and it's the same thing in an election year. I was looking back; uh, the data I had uh, goes back to nineteen twenty eight. And just in the election years, Roosevelt versus Wilkie in 1940, the markets were actually down 9.8%. So that's the S&P 500. Mm-hmm, right. Right? Mm-hmm. But in 1928, Hoover versus Smith, the markets coming in were actually up 43.6%. So you can get this, you can get this huge range. So it seems to be kind of tough to really gauge it because, I mean, looking back at, at past stuff, it's kind of all over the place, Right. It's gone both ways. Yeah, it, it has. And then you're going to get different opinions from, from different people all the time. So it's pretty tough, it seems. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's the other question we get is what, you know, okay, if the Democrats win, is that better? Or the Republicans win, is that better? Um, really, I think some of the analysis shows maybe that in a Democratic presidency, it was maybe a slight edge to a Republican presidency, but it really isn't a statistically significant number. So, you know, no matter which party you're rooting for right now, it doesn't, history doesn't show us that it's going to be any significantly better or worse with one of them than winning. Uh, now, I know everybody has their feelings. Hey, you know, if my guy gets in, it's going to be good. If, if my guy doesn't get in, it's going to be really bad. But history doesn't really support, support that outlook. Right. But in your opinion, I mean, things since COVID have, have been coming up. Things have been looking better, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, so we had a... So with this election coming up, do you do you think it's going to continue going that way? Or do you think maybe we're going to have some turbulence? Well, I don't I don't know what's, what it's going to look like exactly. Mm-hmm. But I think one thing that's, that is very interesting, and this is with a... This is actually one of the things that was one of the 
the highest you know statistical information uh, that I found mm -hmm. is the predictor of who's going to win the election can come from the stock market and actually if you look at the uh, the three months return leading up to the election right mm -hmm. so where are we so the election is November right so August to September to October November so right where we are right now that from from basically now, right now to the election <laughs> if it's a positive return going back to like 84 100% of the time it's predicted the uh, the winner and if it's a positive return it's been the incumbent and if it's a, if it's a negative return it's been the challenger interesting and it's not 100% but going back to 1928 actually using that same analysis it's it's been predicted i think it was 84% of the time uh, i think there's only 3 years and 3 elections in there where it, where it was not accurate so mm -hmm. so maybe as opposed to trying to say what's going to happen with my investments when you know x president's elected mm -hmm. you know we don't really have a lot you know there isn't a lot of statistical evidence to say one way or the other yeah but there is a pretty high <laughs> statistical evidence to, you know kind of as a predictor to for indicate. who's yeah who you, you know obviously okay. not 100 percent, but pretty high okay well you know I, I talked about maybe getting some turbulence coming up so how might we prepare for that well, you know, that's just, you know, with our investments, and, and we just wrote a, a, an article about this that we sent out to all of our, our clients. Yeah. It really, I think, has to do with our focus, right? Mm -hmm. So in, the, in these years where we have the election, we're really tempted to take our focus onto that election, worry about it, concentrate on that, and try to match that focus up with our investments, right? right. We're really tempted to say, man, if... If, if my guy doesn't get in, my retirement account's going to go down 50%, right? <laughs> Bad news. Opposite way. If my guy gets in, man, my, it's going to be really good for my retirement account. Well, right there, our, our focus is really wrong. Our focus in the election, well, that's three months from now. Why am I focusing on my retirement investments or my long-term investments well, I'm not planning on using that for three months from now. Right. Right. If I'm talking three months from now and I'm talking about my financial resources, I'm thinking about my checking account, and my savings account. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, how am I going to pay the bills next month? How am I going to pay for Christmas presents coming up? Mm -hmm. How am I going to pay, pay for that vacation that I'm planning in the next six months? So our focus there is making sure we have the right amount uh, for our short term money in the right places. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. You know, and in our retirement accounts, if we're focused on retirement, let's say I'm 10 years away from retirement. So much can happen between now and then. Yeah, that's three more. That, yeah. We have three different presidents between now and <laughs> yeah. then. You know, so why do, we, why do we concern ourselves with that little blip in time when we need to take that longer term approach? Yeah. You know, even, and, you know, so, so that's kind of somebody leading up to somebody that's, you know, longer term retirement. But what if, what if we're in retirement? Okay. You know, I'm, 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 you know, depending on that money for income right now. Mm -hmm. I've saved it, invested it, now I'm living off of it. Well, first of all, you shouldn't have all your money invested in long-term accounts, right, if you're retired because you need some money for income. Right. But the same way, you shouldn't have all your money in short-term either. So it goes back to that same approach. Hey, what am I going to need to live on for the next year in retirement, maybe the next two years? That should be my short-term money. That's the money I should focus on making sure it's in this type of investments that if the market crashes or, or my guy doesn't get elected and I have a doom and gloom on it, I should have that somewhere where it's not going to go down, right? Mm -hmm. You know, flip side, 
I'm retired, but yeah, I'm still going to live the next 20 years. I'm 65. Hopefully I make it till 85. I still have to have money that's going to grow and be here 10, 15, 20 years down the road. You know, that's three, four, five, six presidents later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, it, it's so tempting to get caught up into that short-term focus because the elections are there and trying to match that to our long-term investments when we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. So I think it just, just comes down to having your focus in the, in the right place and, and making sure you have that financial plan ready. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and, and if, you, if you look at things and you're not in the right spot, you know, that's, this is a perfect time to rebalance your portfolio, right? Yeah. Move some things around so they are allocated correctly. Yeah. Right? Not because you think, you know, one guy is going to win or the other, right? But because, hey, this is my long-term approach. This is my short-term approach. This is where I need to be overall. Let's get it in the right spot. Yeah. Okay. So um, what advice do you have for somebody that, that comes in and asks you if they should change their strategy right now during the election? Well, if, if they are set up, you know, if they've, if they've done that, that balancing that I just talked about and they yeah. have everything in the right spot, probably nothing, right? right. You know, hey, you, you've done your work. You be have patient. To, yeah, you have to be patient right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you haven't, you know, this is a perfect time to sit back and, and, and look at everything and say, hey, where should it be, you know, for the longer term? Uh, and, you know, let's not focus on that, you know, that election coming up. Let's focus on the bigger picture. Yeah. All right. Well, those are, you know, the basically the five questions that I, that I had for you, and I hope that answers some questions that our listeners have. Is there anything you want to add before we wrap things up at all? Uh, you know, I think just, you know, there are so many things that affect our investments beyond just an election, right? So many things that affect it. And so what we want to really, you know, we, we just want to make sure that we are, we know that's one blip on the radar, you know, there's COVID-19, there's, there's uh, you know, there's things going on in China, there's the election. So there are a lot of things that affect, you know, how our investments perform. And, you know, we can't be tempted just to focus on the election. Granted, it's important. We want you to get out there. We want you to yeah. vote. You know, we need to do that uh, to make our, our system and our process work. Uh, but let's not be scared of it. Let's not, you know, let's not worry and fret about it. It's been a crazy year. <laughs> That's for yeah. sure. Gosh. Okay. Well, thanks, Ryan. I appreciate all that information. And um, I want to thank you all for listening to this week's episode of First and Honest Financial Health with us. If you want to talk financial health between episodes, please email us at firstandoffinancial at lpl.com. That's F-U-R-S-T-E-N-A-U-F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L at lpl.com. Or give us a call at 402-887-4302. Please visit our website at firstandoffinancial.com where you'll find more about our team, what we offer, news, articles, and many resources. Please check us out on Facebook also. The opinions voiced in this show podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. All investing involves risk, including loss of principle. No strategy assures success or protects against loss.